Hey everyone, welcome to our very first episode of Third Shot Podcast for 2024. It sounds weird even saying it, but we've already wrapped up one full year of our podcast. So we are still on social, um, Instagram and X, as well as Facebook at Third Shot Podcast. Hmm? Or actually X is Third Shot Pod. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Third Shot Pod on X. Instagram at Third Shot Podcast. We've got some exciting things coming up this year, so please keep following us along. Um, we've got some exciting things on our website and merchandise, so keep an eye out. All right. Happy New Year's, Uncle Greg and Russ. Happy, Happy New Year's. New Year. got the- I'm in the spirit. As you can see, people on YouTube, I am wearing my party hat for this episode. There you are. Yeah, he's ready to celebrate. That's Cheers. right. Cheers to 2024. Now that we've um, we've all got the same glasses, we could tell that I take the smallest shots. <laughs> <laughs> I actually poured more in there, so I actually did have some before. But maybe they're the strongest shots. It might That's be. True. I don't know. It's not always right? quantity. A lemon, limoncello. And sometimes they're not even alcoholic shots. You know, full disclosure. Right. Sometimes when Ooh. we're recording early in the morning, stuff like that. No, it's yeah, coffee shots. There is day dinking, but <laughs> we don't. We try to stay away from the nine o'clock in the morning day drinking. Right. 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 Yes. <laughs> we got stuff to do. <laughs> so, you know, we went back and we listened to last year's new year show and we kind of listened to what our last year's resolutions were and what our goals were for the year and let's share with the audience what they were and did we actually accomplish them Mm. go ahead and you start all right i'll kick it off so last year my resolution was to start playing in tournaments because at that time i'd never played in one and it was a success Yes, it was. We did it. We played in a few tournaments. I think it was four um, and got a couple of medals along the way. So I feel pretty accomplished. We'll have to set a new one later on. Well, the um, the one on top of the plaza, you actually got two medals because you got Mm -hmm. it in women's doubles and mixed doubles. So that's very cool. Yeah, it was an exciting year, I think. And um, I think setting the goal of playing in tournaments really did kind of help me focus on my game, um, get me more involved in the pickleball community. And that was just another way for us to uh, get together and play in more matches with one another and also meet some people along the way. Yeah, I love coming down to Vegas to visit you. <laughs> Play so pickleball, <laughs> visit you, visit Amanda, who people got a chance to meet uh, at last episode. It's just the best when I get to go down to Vegas. And play some pickleball, talk about some different merch that we're going to be coming out with, designing some new designs. It's all good. It's all good. Russ, what was your goal last year? Um, my <laughs> Well, see, so I, I started the show without playing the pickleball I like yeah. greg comes to me and he's like hey i got this idea for a new podcast and i'm like oh this is gonna be cool what is this and he's like pickleball and i'm like okay this is gonna be cool what is that and <laughs> I figure it out i find out about it and i'm like okay this is fun so my my uh was just to play like that was my resolution last year and I, i've done that so i actually actually right before the show i was trying to play today but 
everybody else was uh, in in on the planet. Uh, so didn't quite get in there, but um, yeah, playing. So I, I would say I did that. Uh, I had another one where I was going to go and like have little adventures on Wednesdays. Uh, that that didn't work out so well, but uh, uh, you know it leaves me something for this year, I guess. <laughs> well, I got to ask you since this is your first year of playing, what do you think of the sport? It's fun. It's fun. Um, my son and I were actually going to try today to play against other people instead of just playing against each other. So we've gotten to that point where we feel comfortable, like, you yeah. know, not like we're not going to just uh, uh, mess up uh, somebody else's day by playing against them. So, <laughs> you know, I'm to that point. So I, I feel good about that. So would you drop the whole, hey, yeah, I do a pickleball podcast. Uh, you want to play doubles? Would you go uh, that route? Just kind of ooh. like give a little intimidation factor going? I don't think I would. I don't think I'm to that point yet. <laughs> I'll throw on the merch. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. Right. Let me question. How happy are you that you said yes to Uncle Greg's podcasting idea? Oh, this is great. I mean, this is like, you know, there, there's, um, okay, we do the business show. That one's a lot of fun. I've done plenty of other podcasts. They're all fun. Uh, what I like about this one is we get to well we get to drink. No, uh, we, we we get to meet some really interesting people that you know come on and they talk about their passion and these new like okay the the business show same thing right we talk about with some great people and whatnot but with this there's so many people in the beginning stages of starting something and and you know like the paddle companies that are coming on the apparel companies that are coming on it's all this just new stuff and it's. It's cool to be a part of that early on and just like see them all growing and whatnot. So I, I think I think it's great that we're that we're doing this and you know introducing those people to the people that are listening to the show. So I think that's really cool. And relatively speaking, it's kind of new for the three of us too. It's not like it's something like Rush, you've been in yeah. business for you know decades. I have as well. I mean, it's not like that where you know we've been doing it for 30 years. It's something that's right. no right. brand new. I mean, Bridgie's been playing pickleball the longest. And how many how long has it been since you started playing now? Um uh, just over two years now. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I think it's a year and a half, something like that. Yeah. Okay. So we got two, a year and a half and a year. Like, well, I'll I'll go ahead and say a year, but I don't think cool. it's quite there yet. Yeah, it kind of so, depends like how often you play because really right. like from the time you learn to the next time that you play, it's been, you know, a duration. So does that count as a year or what? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, it doesn't like marriage or something, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then my my resolution last year, I totally forgot until we went back and listened that I had an injury and I was dealing with, you know, kind of a leg issue, hip, I don't know, that whole region issue. Right. And uh, I was working with Blaise Boudreaux who came on one of our early episodes, I think episode three, and he was helping me out and he put together a whole program for me. And I've continued through the stretching that he's provided me. He's given me different tips throughout the year. Still working with Blaze. So if you're in the Vegas area, you're looking for a trainer, uh, whether you're a pickleball player or not, Blaze Boudreaux is fantastic. Reach out to us if you need his contact information. We can provide it for you. Uh, but it's worked out extremely well. Uh, my recovery is faster. I feel good on the court. I think I'm moving better. I don't have that injury anymore. New injuries have popped up, but 
not due to not stretching <laughs> and not preparing my body. It was di different stuff that happened, but more from work. Like, I, yeah. how does business, like, that should not be a contact sport, but it somehow is <laughs> <laughs> my body. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what yeah. do you guys have planned for 2024, Paige? What, what let's start with you. All right. So 2024's resolution, I got to stick with the pickleball theme, of course, um, will be to be more active or to, I guess to be active on Duper so I can get an official Duper rating this year. Nice. What do you think you're going to be at? What do you think you're at oh, right man. now? I would I got say... asked this question or actually I asked other people that, that question about me recently, but what do you think you're at? Oh, you're pretty ballsy to ask somebody else. I don't, I think I would, <laughs> I don't want to hear what they're It's not like me. I'm going up to somebody and go, hey, how old are you? Or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be like between a three and a three five. Cause we've yeah. played in tournaments, uh, three oh and three five tournaments. And I didn't feel like I was um, at a level that I couldn't compete with. Not Definitely. I mean, I didn't get a goal, so obviously I'm not above that. <laughs> but so I think I take, somewhere between the two. I take responsibility, Bridgie. You should no have gotten way. a goal. I think I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. We've got a, another year to get gold. We're going to do it this year. We're going to do it, even if we have to go like 1.5. So we're going to we're going to win a goal. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't like that. We do not encourage we that. We don't sandbag, that is, yeah. No, that is just a joke, people. We, <laughs> we do not like the sandbaggers. We want to go in rated properly. So that's good. If you get your duper, official duper, then we'll know exactly where you're at. Mm -hmm. But I think and then, you're closer to a 3.5 than a 3.0. Thank you. <laughs> if not above a 3.5, but who knows? We'll see. You know, Those duper ratings are interesting. Yeah, and I think that it'll also help me um, stay motivated to like keep increasing my game because sometimes I just get into it like oh, I'm just out here having fun with friends like it I think I get more caught up in the the social kind of recreational aspect of it but it's also nice to still be competitive and working on my game and, and advancing in my skills so I think duper will do it for me yeah and I know you were mentioning previously that there aren't a lot of duper events in Vegas so anybody listening, if you're in Vegas area, you know of a duper event, reach out to us, specifically Bridgie, let her know, like, you know, something's coming up. Yes, I would love that. Yeah, because when I first signed up and I was looking, it was really hard to find a duper event. Um, and then I just never went back on the app to see what was out there. So this will be the year. Russ, what do you have planned for this year? I, well, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll continue the, the play more. I think, I think that would be, uh, that would be the top one. Um, as far as, you know, I mean, that's, that's the, the pickleball thing, you know, as far as the whole, um, you know, the, like the, on the podcast side of things, um, I've, I've started to do some more <laughs> podcasting, believe it or not. And just, just to continue that, cause I have so much fun doing these and, uh, making that happen. So I think those are, those are easier ones than trying to find a new place to go every Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also I will say um, I did make it through an entire year without 
calling paddles rackets um like i was doing in the early episodes so yeah <laughs> now you got the lingo down right you got all right. the terms <laughs> we did uh we did the trivia on the terms so now you got some crazy falafel term <laughs> that you can throw out to somebody <laughs> <laughs> i still i don't remember what that one means that's that's the problem yeah, but just throw it out. They'll, they'll, they don't know what it okay. means either. It'll right. sound good. <laughs> That's right. I don't think anyone of us knows. And they're so. like, well, yeah. what is it? And you can say, Google it. And then they'll see that it's a pickleball. Exactly. Google it. I don't know. Google pickleball in Italian. <laughs> Who knows what they're going to hear? <laughs> exactly. All right. So, so what about we'll, you, Uncle? Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's your uh, next year looking like? I want to get more active in the community with pickleball. So I want to figure out how I can be just be more active around the Bay Area and stuff like that. Because I typically spend most of my time within, you know, two or three different courts. And I, I don't know what that means, though. I don't know if it means I'm going to travel more around the Bay Area to play at different courts to meet different people. Or within my area, I'm going to be more active. Like, I, I, I did have an opportunity to assist in a duper tournament where I got to you know, be one of the people that ran it. Um, I wasn't the head person, but I was an assistant and that was kind of an eye opener. Um, somebody asked me maybe to help create a league you know, within our club. I think that's kind of cool. I'd be really interested in seeing what are the ins and outs of creating a league and how do you make them better, that type of thing, and how what people like about leagues. Um, so that's a possibility or maybe just traveling around more and playing at different places and just meeting more people and spreading the word. And maybe if there's a way I can get more beginners playing, that would be something I'd be, uh, I'd enjoy doing as well. So I don't know, it, it's kind of still up in the air, but I want to do something with the community to, to grow the sport. I love it. I like and it. I think we kept saying throughout last year, we need to get to Florida all of we us do. for like a tournament or just to go there and play for like a week. Cause that's like the unofficial official capital of pickleball. It seems like. Yeah. Well, Diadem was saying they may have another conference, right. And big product announcement type of thing in Florida. So there we go. maybe that's a good reason to go out and do it. Could be. I know Major League Pickleball has invited us to a number of different events that they have that travel around the different chicken and pickles. So maybe one of them will be in Florida or a different state. That should be a goal. Besides Nevada and California, we should try to do one of our podcasts from another state this year. Yeah. That is a good one. Think we could pull that one off? I don't know. I'm going to be in Austin in February. So let's make that happen. I Put love Austin. Play yeah. some pickleball. I love they, Austin as well. They have some pretty cool venues in Austin, pickleball venues. Oh, really? Where it's like an outdoor type of setting and, you know, like the bar, the live music, the total Austin scene, but mixed with pickleball. Oh, nice. Okay. Is, there, is there barbecue mixed in there too? Oh, there has to be. <laughs> right? Barbecue or tacos, one of the yeah, two. Yeah, barbecue tacos. <laughs> but, you know, with me and barbecue tacos, I can see how sticky my hands are going to get. They better mm. have some wet wipes or something before I go out and play. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm just going to make a mess. I'll have to do an overgrip or something, rewrap all the every every game because uh, yeah, the tacos are pretty messy. I love them though. Oh yeah, 
I think we got a winner. So maybe Texas, maybe Florida. Okay, so those two states are on the radar. And then maybe 2025, we do international. (laughs) Oh, yeah, England. England has been calling us, right? And we won't have a guest coming up this year from the UK. So maybe that invite will happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. We got some fun <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and we have a fun guest coming up right after our quick little break. We have Scott Phillips, the founder of Thrive Pickleball. And um, I've been playing, Bridgie's been playing the Thrive Paddles now, not rackets, but Thrive Paddles <laughs> for <laughs> for a while. And we are loving it. So we can't wait. For all of you to get to know Scott from Thrive Pickleball and get to know his paddles. They are wonderful. So stay tuned. Come on back. We'll be with Scott Thrive Pickleball. Thanks for hanging in there during the break. We are back. And again, I wanted to thank all of you for sharing all of the feedback that you're providing us on social media, on our website. Thank you so much. Please keep following us on both Facebook, Instagram, X. Uh, and to go to YouTube to check us out on video. It's always fun to kind of match the faces to the voices. So thank you again for all of that. Bridgie and I are super, super excited to have the founder of Thrive Pickleball with us, Scott Phillips. Scott, welcome to the show. And happy hey, thanks New for year. having me tonight. Oh, and same happy to you. New year. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I think we do need to do a cheers or a little toast to the new year and to Thrive Pickleball, who have some amazing paddles. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. Before we started, Scott, you told me what you were drinking. I want—I just hope that you can share that with uh, our audience because I love what you're drinking. Oh, well, let me grab the bottle real quick. All right. But um, just had to have a little New Year's toast. So I had a little screwball, which is uh, peanut butter whiskey. So that's what... Um, I love That's what that. I was drinking. <laughs> I've never had peanut butter whiskey, but I know that uncle's probably drooling over there because isn't peanut butter like one of your favorite flavors? It absolutely is. <laughs> I love it. I love peanut butter and I love whiskey. So you put those two things together and Screwball did it right. So love it. Yeah. It tastes like a Reese's peanut butter cup and a drink. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> Which is my favorite candy. So, <laughs> well, like, you and gotta get some. kids come over for Halloween, they'll never get the Reese's cups because I eat them all before you know Halloween. Hits. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, Scott, we've got a lot to talk about, but before we get into the paddles and the technology behind it, tell us how you got your first look into pickleball and how long have you been playing? Well, um, I think like a lot of people, I got into pickleball um, during COVID. Um, I live in a golf course community and the golf courses were closed and we just built four courts and uh, my friends and I wanted to do something outside. So we bought a couple paddles, started banging the ball around and I kind of got hooked to it and um, started playing. And that was I, probably about 2020 or so. And about a year ago, um, I just decided that I wasn't really happy with the paddles that were out there. I was going through paddles all the time, started learning about the paddles and I just decided to, uh, see what I could do and try to develop my own paddle. And it just kind of got started that way. And then um, after months and months of building different paddles, um, kind of came up with a couple paddles that we really liked and uh, just went from there. So you were saying you kind of went through a few months of building different paddles. How did you go about building paddles? Like how does somebody just say, Hey, I want to start building paddles. 
Um, well, I teamed up with Patrick Kafka, who's a pro pickleball player. Um, he was introduced to me, and he's a local in Las Vegas where I'm from. And I picked his brain and kind of asked him, like, what does he like about a certain paddle and what he doesn't like? And once we figured out what we don't like and what we wanted to try to accomplish, um, just went to different manufacturers, kind of told them what I was looking for, and they would send out the paddles. And then after we'd get them, and I have a box of probably 150 paddles, oh. and we would just keep building on what we had. If we didn't like something at all, it would get tossed away. If we liked something from a certain manufacturer, we'd say, hey, we want to do this to it. Can you do that? Yes. I like this waiting. Can you do that? And then finally, uh, we kind of just built like the perfect balance paddle with all the newest, latest technology. And then we just had to decide how many different models, what different shapes and sizes and whatnot that we were going to do. And um, that's how we came up with the uh, rush and the, the rush and the threat are two models that we have. Wow, it sounds like such a process. And as you describe it, you say we. Um, did you have a whole testing team or, or was it just you and Patrick or how did that process work? Well, what we, what we do, and I think it's very important, is our consumer base are players, mostly amateurs. So what we would do is once I ca we came up with the prototype, I call them prototypes, I would have a couple friends, all different various levels, 3Os, 3Fives, 4Os, 5Os. And I'd let them basically hit the paddles and see what they like. Because at the end of the day, the most important thing is what the amateurs like. It's not what a pro likes or necessarily what I like. It's what the general public, you know, what they want, what they like, what they feel. And we try to just, you know, combine everything that we were looking at and what the feedback that they gave and came up with these two great paddles that we have. I'm curious, like what type of feedback did they give you? And did you find that it really varied from a 3-0 player versus a 4-5 a player, for example? You know, um, that's a great question. Um, you know, there's two types of players. I always put the categories. The ones, the bangers that want to hit it hard and more of the people that have played for a long time that like more of a control paddle. So we kind of thought to ourselves, we got to kind of come in between. You can't have nine different paddles. At the time that we were developing the paddles, thermal forming was just becoming very popular. So you had a lot of different paddle manufacturers that were building really fast hitting paddles, but they were breaking. They were core crushing, delaminating. And we decided together that that's something we didn't want to deal with. We did not want to have a paddle that hit super hard, but would break because who wants to go through the returns? Who wants the customer to go through the returns? So we told ourselves, let's get a, a paddle that, that hits hard but is going to be consistent. It's not going to break. Um, and you're going to have great spin, great control, great feel. And, um, you know, we feel that's what we came up with. You yeah. Did. And I think we can attest to that as well as that it is a fantastic paddle. How long well, did this you. whole process take though? Because 2020 was not too long ago, which is when you first started playing. And now you've got two wonderful paddles out there on the line already. Well, we started um, in 2023. So, um, you know, I was playing pickleball for a couple of years and it, I think it was about the beginning of 2023, maybe February or March, um, kind of started tinkering with it. And it took about four or five months to kind of come up with the paddle that we wanted. And we officially launched a website in October of this, well, I guess it would be last year because we're in 2024 now. Yeah. But in October is when we officially launched the PPA Las Vegas is when the website went live. Um, so we probably had about five to six months of, of testing all the different paddles. Well, as a business owner myself, 
I am always curious, like what the business journey is like, you know, it, it, it sounds sexy. Like, Hey, I own a pickleball paddle company. <laughs> you know, I, I got to, you know, test out all the 150 different paddles to come up with the perfect paddle for me and stuff. It sounds so much fun, but as a business owner, I know there are so many different challenges that come up along the way um, without getting into too much detail. Like what exactly were some of the biggest challenges that you had to overcome? Um, well, the main thing is when we first started, my main goal was, since I live in Las Vegas, was to get the community backing the paddle. I think that's very important to have any local company to have support from the people um, that live in your city. So the first thing that I did was I wanted to find out who the best players in town were, which I knew sort of who they were, and I wanted them to all play the paddle, or at least try the paddle. If they liked it, I wanted them to be sponsored by me. And currently, we probably have every top level pro in town um i can name the list obviously patrick kafka we have lauren mercado um reina ash courtney clark cheryl bond alec weller um luke ness oh gosh i'm probably forgetting a bunch of people too but you know basically all the pros in town um play thrive they're on our team which was very important to me it gave legitimacy to the paddle and from there, we could branch off to other places and get ambassadors and have them try the paddles and try to expand from there. I'm, I don't think if we didn't have the support of our city, uh, we would be, I would, I would probably won't be sitting here right now. I, I got to tell a quick story. Sorry, Bridgie, for jumping in. But Bridgie and I went to Sunset. And the last time I was in town, we were playing and uh, we both, you know, we're playing your Thrive Paddles, right? And the guy that uh, we we're playing against, he saw us walk up with the Thrives and he goes, uh-oh, you guys are Thrive <laughs> players. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, we had court cred because we were walking We around. did. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So if oh, I, forgot, I, for, I forgot one person. Though. I forgot Alex Simon, who you're very good friends with, who was very instrumental in testing the paddle as well. He's actually one of the best senior singles players in the world. So he's got a great story and a, a great guy and a great ambassador for the company. He was with us the night that I was telling that story that people were like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah, he was with us that night and uh, we were playing and that was fun. That was a great. Yeah. Time. And he had his thrive paddle too. So I mean, we were with Alex. We had our Thrive Paddles. I think that that was the most amount of respect that I walked onto a court <laughs> going on to it. <laughs> so you had mentioned um, you do have two paddles out on the market now. For our listeners, uh, could you give us a, a rundown on what the specs are for both of those paddles? Okay. Um, we have two paddles. We have a 13 millimeter and a 16 millimeter. They're both elongated paddle, paddles. So they're 16 and a half by seven, seven and a half inches um, length and width. They're both thermal formed with Torre T700 uh, carbon fiber, um, foam injected walls, um, the latest technology, um, unibody with a five and a half inch handle on the Rush model, which is the 13 millimeter and a 5.3 inch handle on the Threat, which is our 16 millimeter. Um, they're both, they're very different paddles, which is something that we wanted to do. We wanted um, kind of hit both sides. The 13 millimeter has a little bit more pop, a little bit more power, where the 16 has a little bit more control. So you kind of have the best of both worlds with both paddles. What I think is really cool that you do that I haven't seen done with other people. And, and for the people that are watching right now on uh, YouTube, I'm showing the, the paddle cover. But on the paddle cover, you have all the specific specs of the different paddles. And I wanted you to kind of get into the significance 
of swing weight and twist weight and balance point and head heavy. I mean, these are all the specs that you're providing your players who buy the paddles, but what's the importance to it? Because most players just think, oh, how much does a paddle weigh? Or they're looking mm-hmm. at grip size. You know the, the basic specs, but there's yeah. so much more that goes into a paddle that really makes it fit players and fit their game. So tell us a little bit about the technology that goes into it and why these specs are so important. Well, when I first got into the building the paddles, the one thing that I was very concerned about was when I would buy a paddle from another manufacturer before I got in the paddle business, I was getting inconsistent paddles. One would be heavy, one would be light. They, they felt different. They were different. And I just never realized why they can't, why, why I can't order what I want. Um, I come from a golf background and in golf, um, probably in the last five years, it's become very, um, you know, it's become very specialized where you can pick what you want. You can pick an extra stiff shaft at 65 grams with a different balance point, with a different kick point, different torque, all these different things. And I always thought like, how, how can pickleball not even be even close to being there yet? I mean, you just buy a paddle and you get what they send you. And it was kind of frustrating because you're spending a lot of money on these paddles and you're not really getting what you want. So when I started digging deeper in the paddles, I realized uh, much like a tennis racket that what a paddle weighs on a scale, like a kitchen scale is irrelevant. Um, the most important thing is your swing weight, which is how it feels in your hand. So when you pick up a paddle, um, you know, the static weight could be eight two, which, you know, which maybe would be a normal paddle, but it may feel heavy in your hand where I could have a paddle that could weigh eight three and it could feel light in my hand. So it was very important to me to be specialized. It takes a lot of time, but we hand weigh each and every paddle for the, uh, the specs that you said, we have swing weight, we have twist weight, uh, the balance point, the head heaviness. And finally, which is not as relevant, but we do put the static weight on there. And what makes us unique is once you find the paddle that you like, and we try to help you kind of guide you through what we feel would be a good weight for you. Next time you order the paddle, you just go on the website, pick a 119 swing weight, and that's what you're going to be sent out. It'll feel identical to your last paddle. But how does somebody know the first time they order from you what they're looking for? Um, on our website, we kind of go through the process. Um, we truly believe that every paddle needs to be should have lead tape on it. Lead tape actually helps the overall uh, performance of a paddle. It opens up the twist weight, which makes it greater, which makes the sweet spot larger. So we always try to tell people that if you like, um, let's say a a medium to heavy paddle, order a medium paddle. Um, That way we can add a little lead to the the paddle and make it perform better. If you want a light paddle, order a light paddle. Um, We can put a little bit of lead on there and it'll make the performance better. Um, You know, it's not a science where, I mean, I, I can't tell you exactly every time, like what you specifically would like, but I think most people know if they like a lighter paddle or a heavier paddle or just kind of a medium weight paddle. And we kind of try to walk them through the process with that. That sounds like a lot of math and science behind each (laughs) paddle. Um, I'm wondering though, how do you measure the swing weight? Um, There's actually machines that we have. Uh, We have three different, we have three machines that we use and it basically, um, the paddle moves back and forth and it basically, that's how it weighs um, the measurement of what it is. Um, if you go online, you can see like a tennis swing weight machine. It's basically the same thing. And we do the same thing for the twist weight as well. And when you're talking about twist weight, like my twist weight on my threat paddle that I have here is a 6.53. I'm looking down mm-hmm. at the specs on it, right? 
are you looking for high twist weight, low twist weight? When somebody is talking twist weight, what are they really getting a measurement of? And are do they want is higher better is lower better? Higher is definitely better. And with the twist weight is basically if you have the paddle here on an off center hit, let's see if we can get in here on an off center hit, which would be here or here, how much does the paddle move this way? So if you hit it here, how much is it going to twist in your hand? So the higher the twist weight is when we measure the twist, weight, we measure it this way. Um, the higher the twist weight, the bigger the sweet spot, the more um, stable the paddle will be. So the goal is to have the highest twist. I tell every pro the same thing. The, my goal is to get the highest twist weight possible where you still feel that the paddle, you still have good hand movement. A lot of times it's as you put weight up the sides of the paddle, the twist weight will get super high, but your hand speed gets super slow because the paddle just starts to feel too heavy in your hand. So ideally... Uh, we like to get the twist weight on the threat model. The thicker the paddle, the higher the twist weight you're going to have. Um, over seven. If we can get over seven, um, you got an exceptional twist weight, exceptional sweet spot. Um, you know, when we built paddles, just a little food for thought, edgeless paddles always have a low twist weight. So when people have an edgeless paddle, it's going to have a small sweet spot. So I can go on record by saying, unless we can come up with some new technology, you know, Thrive Paddles is never going to build an edgeless paddle because I just do not think they perform where they should be. That's good to know. I've never, you know, you hear about all these new technologies uh, for pickleball paddles and you want the latest, the greatest, but to actually know what you're getting when you're saying an edgeless paddle, like how does that affect your game? That's super interesting. Um, is there anything else that, in your opinion, kind of sets up your company thrive apart from the other paddle companies that's out there? I think consistency is the main thing. Um, once you find a paddle you like, actually I was playing today over at Lifetime Fitness and um, one of our customers, you know, had the paddle, loves it. And he goes, I love the weight. I love how the, you know, the lead tape that you provided. I went on the website and saw where to put it. I tinkered with it. I love the weight, you know, and I'm ready to buy another one. I need a backup paddle for tournaments. And I said, not a problem. Just when, when you go on there, just shoot, shoot an email to us, tell us exact what the weight on the card that you had, and we will give you the identical paddle. And he's like, wow, that's great. Because before I would buy a paddle and I was ready to buy a new one and it would be too heavy or too light. Um, so we feel with the consistency, we're just making better players. And that's what the game's all about, trying to make people better. And earlier you were saying you would get multiple paddles and they would feel completely different. And you were referring to the same company, the same manufacturer, the same style of paddle, and they were incons inconsistent, right? So, correct. Uh, I mean, that's a big concern, right? Because some people may have a paddle that they really enjoy and then they order a backup paddle to try to match it and it comes out and it's completely different feel. And then they just wasted, you know, $179 or $250 or whatever the paddle costs, right? Correct. And and that's the main thing. I mean, it does it take a lot of time. Absolutely. Um, you know, when you're weighing thousands of paddles, it does take a lot of time. But I just like you said, when you're paying that type of money, um, you should get what you want. I just don't think that I should pull it out of a box, put it in a bag, ship it to you and say, this is what you get. I think that you should be able to get exactly what you paid for. And we're trying to change the industry where maybe other people, if they want to take the time, they'll do it. If they don't, then that's probably better for us. But, you know, we're going to take the time. We're going to weigh every paddle. Um, we have a quality control. If we don't like the, the specs of the paddle, if the twist weight is too low, if the paddle is too heavy, we're just not going to sell it. We'll just put it in the, in the, the old box. It just kind of sits there and collects dust. 
that's probably a cool box though. A lot of people see the box and they're like, what's wrong with it? I'm like, ah, I could go for hours to tell you what's wrong, but these aren't going to get sold. So, <laughs> well, you mentioned the lead tape and that's the other really cool thing that you do is you provide lead tape with every single paddle. You also provide an eraser, um, the head cover, right? I mean, it's not like just a paddle, which a lot of companies do. Mm-hmm. Going back to the lead tape part, like what is like where should you put it depending on what you're looking for? Educate people on how do you properly use lead tape? Lead tape. Um, well, the first thing is our lead tape is three grams, which is a little bit, a little more than 0.1 ounces. Um, and with lead tape, I always tell everyone the same identical thing. When you get the bars, the first thing you should do is put it, let's see if I can see here, put it right almost right above the handle, one bar on each side. Okay. And before you do that, hit the paddle, like just, just hit it, you know, play a day with it, see, see what it feels like. Then put the lead tape where I just showed you. Um, it's going to change very slightly um, the heaviness of the paddle. It's going to add a little weight to it, but pretty much it'll be not that noticeable, but it will open the sweet spot up. Um, then after you do that, I say add another one, add another three grams to each side. Um, and see Over if you the can top of where they just put it or um, no, higher, no, up just, no, higher up on the paddle. Okay. So you're going to put it like right here and see how that feels. Now the goal would be to get probably two or six grams on each side. Um, that would probably open your sweet spot by about 10%. Um, wow. now a lot of people can't handle that much. It just doesn't feel good in their hands. If you're a real wristy flicky player, um, it may just feel a little bit heavy. So you, you may not be able to handle that much weight. But ideally, if you can, um, that's what you're looking for. Now, a lot of people would think like, let me just get the lightest paddle out there and then I can put that much lead tape up on there and there you go. But you know, the lower the swing weight, the less the twist weight is going to be. So it's kind of like you got to kind of counterbalance it. And as you go up higher, you will notice a difference. So everyone's a little bit different. I never tell anyone um, you need to do this to your paddle. You need to do that. It's it's all personal opinion. So, um, but if you can handle it and you don't mind the lead tape and you can play with it, um, it definitely enhances the performance of the paddle. Very cool. That's crazy to hear that it increases by about 10%. Because I, yeah. when I was playing with the paddle, I already thought that it had an incredibly large sweet spot, but now I can test out the lead tape and get 10% more of a sweet spot. Yeah, just don't miss hit it. And then we don't need to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm kind of wondering though, um, is it easy to remove the lead tape? So if you were testing it out and let's say it wasn't comfortable, what's the adhesive like? And is it easy to remove after you put it on? Um, yeah, absolutely. Once you put it on, it's not going to come off. Like it's not going to fly off. Um, a lot of different lead tapes out there. I found out like I would be hitting it and it would fly off in the middle of a point. And then I would, you know, then be, I would put electrical tape over it just so it wouldn't do that. Um, our lead tape, once it's on there, it's, um, it's on there pretty good, but if you need to take it off, it's not hard. Um, I just wouldn't suggest using it again. The adhesive does kind of wear off. Um, but we give you 10 pieces of lead tape, which I don't can't imagine anyone would put 10 pieces on their paddle. Right. So you have plenty, you have plenty of tape um, of that we call them lead bars. You have plenty of lead bars to 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 use to take off, to cut, whatever you may need. So that's not an issue. Hey Scott, when uh, you and I were talking on the phone prior to you coming on the show, and we were, you know, initial talks about you coming on and stuff like that, you absolutely had me drooling 
about what's coming up in your next version of the paddle. Oh my gosh, you were describing it. And I was like, how do I get my hands on this paddle? Please tell our audience like what's coming up in 2024 for Thrive. Well, um, we believe that you always have to innovate. Um, we're never going to just be stagnant, uh, rely on the two paddles we have. There's so many different types of paddles, different shapes, different sizes. And um, the one thing that we did is we went out to the public, you know, our customer base and asked what they're looking for. Like, you know, we think we have two great paddles, but they're elongated paddles. So um, there's other shapes. And what the feedback we got was, is people are looking for more of that hybrid shape. Um, and right now we have three paddles uh, that we're testing right now. They're all prototypes. That's that hybrid shape with different types of faces. Uh, when I talk about a face is our two current ones are carbon fiber, which is kind of like the gold standard right now, um, but we're testing other types of faces uh, as well. Um, and they perform a little bit different. They feel a little bit different. And uh, so far the results that we've had, um, you know, we have three that are phenomenal. We just have to decide which, uh, you know, which ones we're going to put into production. Maybe we'll put all three. We're not really quite sure yet, but we, we probably most likely will want something in late first quarter of uh, 2024. What, what got me really excited, Scott, is when you were telling me your own experience testing these prototype paddles out and you're playing against a pro and the pro compared you with an existing paddle and the prototype paddle. And they said it was really a big jump for you in your game. And you're a good player already. So I was like, oh, my gosh, could you imagine what it's going to do to my game? <laughs> well, well, the funny thing about paddles is, you know, I like everything, everything evolves, everything becomes different. Um, the, the, the new thing is people want power, you know, and um, I always say, you know, give what the people want. So one of the paddles that we're testing right now is a power paddle and it hits like a, a freight train. I mean, it hits harder than anything I've ever seen. I mean, people talk about the gearbox paddle hits hard, ours hits harder. Um, you know, it could be a good thing. It can be a bad thing with a, a hard hitting paddle. You are going to lose a little bit of control, but you know, a lot of people are going to win a lot of points at the net. Um, a lot of ground strokes, a lot of singles players are going to love it. Um, so it, it hits really hard. It's got great spin. Uh, surprisingly for how hard it hits, it's got really good control as well. So we're really excited about one of the paddles that we're in development right now. And we are super excited too. That sounds amazing. And we can't wait for our listeners who are also excited and pumped for this new paddle to come out, where can they follow to make sure that they don't miss when it drops? Um, the best thing is to go to our website. It's www.thrivepv.com. Go on there. Uh, we have a we have a box in there. Just put your email address in, and whenever we have any news, um, discounts, coupons, whatever it may be, um, we will email it out to you. Uh, when this new paddle does, we'll probably have a a, a presale. Uh, hopefully we think it's going to be very popular and we can just give any updates with any of the latest things we have going on. Very cool. Very cool. And, and I also wanted to thank you because you were generous enough to give our audience a little discount code. I believe it's third shot all spelled out and uh, they'll get a little discount on their thrive paddle. I mean, th your paddle is worth way more than what you charge for it, <laughs> but thank getting you. a little, but getting a little discount doesn't hurt our audience as well to get it the, in their hands. And I'm pretty darn sure I've, I brought it out to the courts uh, many times so far and let some of the my friends play it. And I have not had a player yet tell me that the Thrive Paddle was any worse than what they've already been playing. They've all said it's better than what they've been playing. 
So well, that's great to hear. That's that's it's a lot of people just bought a paddle too, and they're going, "Oh my gosh, I just bought a paddle. I wish I had that one." <laughs> <laughs> well, now they can. By the time the new one comes out, they'll be ready. Right. right? Exactly. I already have a couple of people that ordered them. I mean, they they are super excited and and playing their thrive paddles and. They see me playing my thrive so they're pretty darn excited so thank you for doing that oh no problem at all yeah and i think we need to do one last toast to thrive and to the up and coming 2024 let's get those paddles out there that's right sounds good hold on i gotta reload i think reload yeah, that, that peanut, peanut butter, butter. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not to, i'm gonna have to get you a bottle now Oh, well, when I come down, I'm going to be coming down uh, in February sometime. We'll definitely make sure we get together and have a toast in person. Yes. Definitely. Well, thank you for having me on. Thank you Thanks for coming, for coming on. on, Scott. And thank you, audience, for joining us at Third Shot. Bridgie and I will continue to share our pickleball journey. Special thanks to Scott Phillips, the founder of Thrive Pickleball. He's got amazing paddles. I encourage all of you to go to his website, uh, order some paddles, check them out. I really believe that you will feel the difference immediately um, when you try his paddles out. Um, continue to share your journey with us. Come onto our website, come onto our social media. Please give us comments. Uh, we will continue to uh, look for guests just like Scott. And let's grow this pickleball community together. See you next time on Third Shot Podcast.